Welcome to Time to Pray on Monday the 18th of May. I weave a silence onto my lips. I weave a silence into my mind. I weave a silence within my heart. I close my ears to distractions. I close my eyes to attractions. I close my heart to temptations. Uh, we're moving on from John chapter 14 to John chapter 15. Uh, and today I'm going to read uh, verses 1 to 8. Uh, first of all, I'm going to read it in the NIV version. And then I'm going to read it in Eugene Peterson's message, which um, brings out something that I want to pick up in a while. I am the true vine, and my father is the gardener. He cuts off every branch in me that bears no fruit. Well, every branch that does bear fruit, he prunes, so that it will be even more fruitful. You are already clean because of the word I have spoken to you. Remain in me, as I also remain in you. No branch can bear fruit by itself. It must remain in the vine. Neither can you bear fruit unless you remain in me. I'm going to read the same few verses from the message. Um, look for the differences, look for the nuances. Perhaps in this version I read, because it's not familiar vocabulary, uh, something will strike you as fresh and important today. I am the real vine, and my father is the farmer. He cuts off every branch of me that doesn't bear grapes. And every branch that is grape-bearing, he prunes back so that it will bear even more. You are already pruned back by the message I have spoken. Live in me. Make your home in me, just as I do in you. In the same way that a branch can't bear grapes by itself, but only by being joined to the vine, you can't bear fruit unless you are joined with me. Read it through again and listen for God. I think um, Peterson's message translation helps us in a number of ways, although hinders in one that I'll come to. Um, it, first of all, that we customarily talk about, I am the vine and you are the branches and my father is the gardener. 
Um, for most of us, gardener is a, a hobby occupation. We do weeding and pruning as it suits us for our own entertainment as much as anything else. Um, but the word in Greek is the word for farmer. And in English, we would talk about vine dressers being the com commercial agricultural bit for vineyards, I suppose. But again, most of us don't really know what that amounts to. And I guess our mind goes to the grapevine in Hampton Court and, and it being a bit of a tourist attraction. But um, the translation, my father is the farmer, sharpens us up to say, well, the farmer is running the field, the show, so to speak. And he is after one thing, a good crop. And so that drives, really, I think, the understanding of the passage that sometimes we lose sight of. Uh, because the farmer is after grapes. There's another strength in the Peterson translation is that he uses the word prune consistently. Did you catch every branch that is grape-bearing, he prunes back, so it'll even bear even more. You are already pruned back by the message I have spoken. Uh, it is the word for pruning used here. Uh, but most often in our translations, uh, when it comes to the disciples, we have the word clean. You are already clean because of the word I have spoken to you. Which sounds rather odd in the context. It comes out of nowhere. And the trouble is the Greek word can be prune or can be clean. Uh, both the range of meaning is that wide. And so Jesus is talking uh, about them being pruned, really. But the language of cleaning comes in because in John 13, when Jesus washes the disciples' feet and Peter goes, oh, I don't think it's a good idea, um, Jesus talks about you are all cleaned, have been cleaned, except for one. And the one, of course, is Judas. And if you read on in John chapter 15, there's a part about the branch being thrown away that is not producing fruit and all this kind of stuff. And that kind of ties us back to John 13, all are clean except for one. But <laughs> I want us to think about something else just to finish with. Uh, Bishop Paul Williams talked about this passage using the language from the old translation, abiding and abounding. Uh, and that's where I think um, the language of Peterson is not helpful or not as helpful when he translates that last phrase, you cannot bear fruit unless you are joined with me. Um, the word there in John's Gospel is a better better translated as remain, dwell, stay, abide. It's that ongoing um, drawing the uh, sap, whatever you want to call it, the life from the vine that the branch has that produces the fruit. So we need to be abiding, dwelling, remaining, staying in Christ. And then we are able to please the farmer. You remember him? For he is looking for abundant fruit abiding and abundance or abounding I suppose I said um, it's that sense of multiplying giving something back and in a sense that's, that is a summary of what we are to do as Christians we are to remain in Christ we abide in him that we might have abundant fruit what is the fruit that we're supposed to bear well I think at least some of it is increase in numbers that ultimately is what grapes were wanting to do when they, uh, when the seed are dispersed. And I think we could also talk about quality of life, character, fruit of the spirit. So the thought for this morning is, are you abiding? Are you remaining? Are you dwelling? Are you staying with Christ? 
is your life blood flowing from him uh, and are you abundant in the fruit uh, that you are bearing for him Heavenly Father, we thank you that you are a farmer who knows how to draw the best out of us. That in Christ you provide all the nutrition, the spiritual goodness we need to grow as people and to grow in number as your people. Lord, do this work in us. Amen. Let us pray together. Keep us, O Lord while we tarry on this earth, in a serious seeking after you, and in an affectionate walking with you, every day of our lives, that when you come, we may be found not hiding our talent, nor serving the flesh, nor yet asleep with our lamp unfurnished, but waiting and longing for our Lord, our glorious God, for ever. Amen.